0: How did those GPS numbers compare this year to your first year? Well, they're 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 able to handle more. You know, now we didn't do as much in my first year uh, in in the summertime. Uh, we, Coach Kelly's always done uh, We kind of just made it more of a, of a mainstay this summer. Uh, but there's definitely their, their volume was higher. D- is there any quantitative measure percentage-wise? Can you put it off It's hard to say. I'd be guessing there. Right. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you.
1: Um, it's clear, obviously, players are seeing results by working with you and have, like you very much, um, but given what's going on with Maryland and how do you keep just pushing the limits in strength and conditioning without pushing it too far?
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's about, you know, they're all your sons, right? You know, I have a son and you know, you, you always keep that in the back of your mind that, you know, no matter how you know, what you're doing, at the end of the day, the, you know, you love them, you respect, you know, honor, you honor guys, and, and you're. Um, you have to be careful, you know. And, and yeah, strength conditioning—it's hard because you got to push people, and you know that's that's what we, we're all about. You know, guys here want to be pushed, they want to be the best, they want to be champions. But at the end of the day, you know, our, our coach Kelly sets the culture, and it's a, it's an awesome culture. It's always demanding, it's never demeaning. It's about you know trust and love and respect, and, and you know and pushing guys to, to be champions, you know, and sometimes that's hard. Sometimes it's, you know, it's okay. You know, and that's how you get in better shape.
1: Um, the guys were, I've asked a lot of them about just how your program has changed from year one to year two, and they were talking about stadium stairs and some of those just very difficult workouts. How do you just, on a basic level, how did you change your program from year one to year two?
0: I think that... You you have to look at your guys. You look who's coming back. You look at you know your team as a whole and what's needed, right? And and so in year two you know they're going to be able to handle more. You know uh, especially because um, you know like I said we went to the bowl game and so that allowed us to continue to train. But their their bodies you adapt right. You you adapt to the training that they've been given. So now you can start to increase the volume a little bit. And that's basically what happened in terms of different things. You know, you always want to keep it fresh. You want to keep it the guys on their toes. You don't want them to be, oh, here we go again. And, you know, So we like to continue to, to use the same things and challenge in the same ways, but change up the, the atmosphere, change up you know, how we do it, what we, you know what I mean? So not, not huge changes. I mean, there's things that you hang your hand on that you do all the time. Um, but you got to make it so it doesn't get monotonous.
1: What did you notice that was going on last November, and how could you maybe adapt your program to make sure that? that I mean, I know there's a lot of yeah, there's
0: so many variables. It, of but I think we talk about you know how you finish this summer. You know, think about how you want to finish the summer, how you want to finish the season. Try to keep the mindset and the training. You know mantra the same you know the end of the summer comes you're blown out we're tired same thing in the season end of the season comes you know you're tired we're getting blown out so we try to take that same philosophy um you know and, and and stress those things all right here we go last two weeks of the summer last two weeks of the, of the end season if that makes sense
1: was it mental physical or both
0: or you I think again you know year, year one um uh, new everything's new right year two now it's, they've seen it. They've done it. So now it's more mental, I think, than physical uh, because they've already done it, mm-hmm. right, and, so the, and they can handle more. So I think it's you know, now just it's mentally putting yourself in that frame of mind.
1: What was your favorite workout that you put
0: the guys through mm-hmm. this summer? Uh, gosh, we had a lot of good ones. Um, uh, you know, I think the, the stadium cool. one is always a great one because uh, it's about us. It's about our stadium and, and just focusing on our team. Yeah.
1: And you want them to run it together? Or people? Yeah, to I mean, each
0: other? I, we make it competitive by okay. position. Okay. You know, so the wideouts are competing amongst each other, the DBs, the linemen, O line, D line. So, uh, but that's probably the best one.
1: And there was one, I can't remember now what the name was called, but Miles Boyton was talking about it. It had a special name.
2: Yeah.
1: I can't remember what it's called now. But it, he said it was, that's what he thought was the hardest workout. I don't know if there were, it was like dark. Um, might it was have been in the, room. in the winter
0: time, maybe. Yeah. When we were trying to, uh, had a name to m- mimic uh, chaos. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, the storm and the warrior, yes. just trying to mimic chaos, mimic you know challenges, mimic if the game doesn't go our way, you know th- that kind of thing. So, what did you have for you? What were
1: examples? Just
0: you know th- things that might not be you know th- what they're usually used to. You know, the lights might be dimmed a little bit, or we might have flashing lights going on and off. You know, I always oh like man, to have I loud music, but it might be um, uh, you know very, very loud music with sirens in the background and that kind of thing. But as far as the
1: actual exercise, oh, the
0: physical, yeah. Um, very, you know, Fridays are kind of similar to what we do. You know, it was a Friday workout, so t- in terms of like total body work, you know, so that, you know Friday might just be lower body usually. So we might go total body, might have them do a few more reps than than they you know than they're used to doing. Um, you know training, you know, is a group rather than just by themselves um, Things like that, you know, just just a little bit harder and a little bit you, more more sorry. capacity it's okay. Can you explain
1: the board that you have over there? yeah
0: that one there is uh, that's our effort board So it's very subjective um, But we like to compete and everything right so um, we have boards that here it is here are the numbers Here's where you rank, but then we also have, you know, here's you know, how you're working um, this week, and we'll you know talk as a strength staff, and we'll meet as a strength staff, and say this guy's working. You know, did he work hard in, in all five areas? We're all the strength coaches, are? You know, that kind of so we rank the guys. So what is hungry? Is right? No,
1: starving. Starving
0: is you know just being obsessed with being the best, obsessed to be great, and whether you feel like going or not, you just want to be uh, the best you can be because we don't always feel like going all the time. It
1: looks like most
0: players are in that. That camp. was our goal. We were, we wanted. Um, week by week, you know, guys start moving over, and then the guys start competing. Like They'll, they, they'll see their name there first, and they want to get their name there. So, um, that just brings up the level of, of intensity in the weight room as well.
1: Does it matter who's at the top? I saw Drew Tranquil. I don't um, know if it's like, that doesn't matter. Just no, like it's just, if
3: you're
0: in that category. Okay. Is it um,
3: harder to get there or stay there?
0: Well, <laughs> that's that's a great question. Typically, it's harder to stay there. Um, there's no question. But... What we found with our guys is once they understand the, the expectation, uh, they can do the
3: what did you identify as the biggest need for this team when you showed up?
0: From from last year? Or yeah, when you first showed up. Yeah. Um, I needed to, to, to get to know the guys. You know, when I first was here I remember Mike McGlinchy and Quentin Nelson sprinting in the weight room and just you know, right in my face, like, you know, let's go, bring it, you know. So <laughs> I had to figure out real quick that, that how serious they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and how important uh, training was to them and how important being a champion was to them. Uh, and so I, I didn't want to let them down. I wanted to bring my A-game every single day and as much energy and passion and, 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 and you know, competition and, and give them the absolute best that I could.
3: What, what did you identify as, was there anything you identified that was keeping these, holding these guys back from, from being as successful as they could be?
0: No. Uh, since I've been here, I've seen nothing but uh, you know guys that have a very high care factor. Guys that want to be the best. Uh, they're very conscientious uh, about doing the right thing. Uh, I mean, they're kids. I mean, certainly, you know, everyone makes mistakes. And but the, the accountability that Coach Kelly stresses and puts in—that's I mean, that's, that's what we're about.
3: So, so, what do you think it is about your way of doing things that you think? fits the mentality of these guys so well because they all they all seem to enjoy it and guys don't always enjoy the condition.
0: No, I think uh, at the end of the day, you come to Notre Dame to be a champion, right? You come to be the best and that's what we, how we train the guys. We, we, we don't train for you know, let's just kind of take it easy. We try to attack every day in, in some form or fashion, whether it's with energy, whether it's with you know, the actual weight, whether it's with whatever it is. And I think that's the kind of guys that are here. I know it's the kind of guys that are here.
3: How much of the conditioning do you do is physical, and how much are you a mental coach for these guys, do you think?
0: I think it's both. I think uh, I think the physical part um, is surely a part of it, and you have to work you know, week by week to get better at it. But the mental part is just as important because sometimes you can talk yourself out of something and you can talk yourself into something. Uh, I think that's a huge part of
3: much of what you do your, your overall program is stuff that you've learned from other coaches as you grew up the ranks and how much of it is your own ideas that you've just been waiting to put into practice
0: um i think you learn from everyone you're around right you learn from you're all your mentors you try to to, to to take the things that kind of fit your personality um, and then of course you know you have what things that worked for you um, you have what you know as your program evolves i started as a high school strength coach years ago Obviously, it's a different program now than it is now after seven colleges, Um, but I think the base has always been the same for me, which has always been, you know, effort, physical, mental toughness. Mm -hmm. Be the best you can be. The fact that he thinks he can sit here and
3: talk to (laughs) you—that speaks to your relationship. That means you're doing something right, right? How is he?
4: How is he? Oh, I mean, how is he? (laughs) It is Matthew Bayless. It's it's probably not probably the best best bester. Definitely, especially coming from the season that we had prior to that. And then for him to come here and, and, and flip it around. I mean, it's most definitely a great, a great asset to, to have. Love him
3: to I, I don't think there's much better. Am I talking to someone who's hungry or starving right now? Look at the board He's starving, yeah, he's
4: starving yeah. <laughs> Look at the board The board <laughs> right there Get Quite two men starving. on the board <laughs> I'll let you do your
0: thing Go ahead But uh, Thanks, yeah
4: You know you are talking <laughs> about Making champions and stuff We're in a weight room um, Where we make the champions Right yeah, Always Every always. day It's yeah.
0: the expectation We come yes, out Definitely
4: Yeah so In the weight room We uh, usually have two days We have one day Where we throw in a rap You know We might have some Some <laughs> you know Some tunes in here We got rap And then we have the rock day
0: Which day do you usually prefer? Which day? Yes, my juice is flawed. Um, probably no, the uh, the boneyard. The, bo- <laughs> the rock. Ozzy's,
4: yeah. Ozzy's boneyard. Yeah. yeah, Ozzy's boneyard. Shout out to Ozzy boneyard. <laughs> um, great tunes to listen to if uh, that's what you're
0: into. Yeah. Do you like the boneyard or no?
4: Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not talking to anything about the boneyard. No. But uh, when you got 500 pounds on your back, I rather prefer rap.
0: Well, that's what my juice is flawed. I've always found that guys like music on the and so I've always every since I started training high school guys I wanted to have music that they liked now sometimes they would get into even though they might like rap better sometimes they like to rock because it was just you got them them going you know but I think the variety is is pretty good I think because some guys like rock some guys like rap some guys like both so we try to do both but They'll let me know if they're getting tired of yeah. Yeah, one. You guys tough. let me know quick. <laughs> <definitely>. Appreciate
3: that. <laughs> yes, sir. Who, who controls the music in here? Is it you? or uh, do you? I do, but yeah.
0: I, I'll take requests. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> What's the most requested song lately?
0: Well, I try to give them the opportunity to create playlists, right? Because I'm so out of touch, I think, now with, <laughs> with music. I mean, I'm listening to 80s right. rock, if that gives you any idea. So I've I, I got to leave it up to them to help me. Is
1: there, Appreciate a, it. is there a guy who,
0: <laughs> who likes to take control of making the most playlists? Uh, Michael
1: Treadway has been helping me right? Oh, that's not surprising. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Who's been most
0: influential just in your career? Guys that maybe you worked with in the past? Or? Gosh, I've, I've had a lot of great uh-huh. ones. Um, you know, from my first guy, Matt Foster, he's a head football coach at College of DuPage right now. Scott Keller was my first straight coach that I worked for. I had uh, Mickey Murati, was a was a huge deal uh, in my career. Jason Feltkamp, the strength coach, that's um, going strong. Uh, Ken Manny, I think he's a great strength coach. I try to you know, learn a ton from him. Uh, yeah, uh, and I've worked for incredible football coaches, Coach Kelly, all the way to. You know, Coach grow Coach Meyer, Coach Mullen. I mean, just been around a lot of great guys, you know, good people.
1: Do you keep in touch with all these people? I mean, I realize no, the schedules so are very hard. difficult. It's so hard.
0: I, I, I don't do a good job. I don't think of – I wish I did a better job. But when I see him, and you know, we'll see you know, each other at, at conferences and things like that. Sure. We catch up. Yeah.
1: Is that where you – I mean, how does somebody, like, in a position like you learn different techniques and things to keep make challenging the The, the best way
0: is to go visit. You okay. know, back when I was a younger strength coach, I'd go visit. Um, you know, gosh, when I was a high school strength coach, I think I told you this story. I used to come here and visit back when Mickey Maratti was here, back okay. in the 90s, yeah. you know. Uh, and then once you kind of get to college, now you're going to say, okay, I'm going to go visit the pros. I, I remember to visit the Dallas Cowboys back when I was at the University of Houston cool. and went to visit the Patriots a few years ago, went to visit the Giants, went to visit the, the Jets. So, you know, you just try that, and then, you know, you go to conferences, and, you know, if you pick up one, you know, new idea that fits, you got to make sure it fits because you have your philosophy, and there's a lot of great ideas. A lot of guys do it their own way, so you have to be careful in what you take that will fit into the program.
1: I know they were all talking about it talks, it's like more rep based than weight based. That's right. And, um, someone like Liam Mikeenberg who you know was so frustrated last year being behind the once he to get a lot of reps and now he's locked down that spot. Like, how do you you know prepare him for a spot like that?
0: I think you just, like you said, you give him your best. You give him the absolute um, most dialed in training you can give him, right? So that's. Making sure he's squatting with the correct technique when we start to get heavier, making sure that uh, he's technically sound on the explosive movements, making sure that not only is he getting stronger, but he's, he's increasing his uh, rate of force development. Um, you know, he, he just, just a day in and day out evaluation of you know, him and, and how he's training and, and, and if he's making gains and if he's doing it correctly and if he's doing it in a healthy way. Uh, I think that's the best thing we can do for him. When
1: you're trying to increase, I guess, his power of getting out of the stand, yes. how much weight are you trying? Does to put it on does it
0: feet need feet? to be very heavy okay. in okay. that respect? You know, there's three ways you can you can increase this guy's ability to get stronger, right, or at least a protein synthesis. One is with heavy weight, right? One is with reps, and then one is with bar speed. The bar speed doesn't need to be as heavy. You know, that's different you know, parameters of of speed that you're trying to train, we kind of live in the 55 to 75% range for speed, right? Rate of force development. When you start talking about overall strength development, now you're in the 80% and above. Um, The reps that we were talking about, that's kind of the 65 to, you know, 78, 79% world. So there's different ways to do it. All right,
1: thank
0: you. Yeah, of course want to do it
5: one-on-one? Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yep. Yeah. Alex Wilcox reporting to you live from Notre Dame Media uh-huh. Day. You're not live. So oh, okay.
0: Sorry. That's
5: okay. <laughs> Alex Wilcox reporting to you from Notre Dame Media Day here at the Goog. I'm joined now by Matt Bayless, the strength coach here at Notre Dame. Coach, obviously the big news of the day of the week has been the situation going on at Maryland. Obviously a heartbreaking situation with the player losing his life. But, you know, you hear a lot of reports about the culture at Maryland. Uh, the strength coach was just dismissed. Um, you know, when you hear things like that and about the way that program was run, you know, just what's your response as a strength coach?
0: Well, I think you always have to, you know, remember that these kids are someone's sons, right? I have a son. I have two sons. Uh, and so you, you always think, gosh, I, you know, it's just horror, horrendous to, to, to even think about it. You know, your own son, uh, that happened to them. So as a strength coach you, you know it's you're a fine line of pushing guys and then making sure that they're okay and so i think you know you have to first and foremost the culture set by our head coach and that is demanding but not demeaning so we demand the, the best that we can uh, that they can give um, and then you just you love them you honor them you respect them you know you you, you you coach guys in a way that they want to be champions that they want to run through walls you know and so i think that. That's, what, that's the goal.
5: How do you go about doing that where you, you approach that line of pushing them as hard as they can, making them better, but without crossing it?
0: It's, it's tough. You know, I think it's, it comes down to you know, expectations that you have for, for them and what you've seen them do. So you start out very basic and you take your time in, in increasing those expectations. We also have science now that can allow us to monitor what we're doing gps for example which monitors load uh, you know elite form which monitors bar speed you know, there's things that we can do uh, you know questionnaires where we find out how the guys are doing how their bodies are bouncing back so we have a lot of tools now that allow us to see how our guys are doing uh, you know having uh, years of doing you know many years of, you know seven colleges been at over 20 years now of training guys that helps as well that uh You know, you just got to be very, very careful and scientific in your approach.
5: Year two for you now, here's the head strength coach at Notre Dame. Year one seemed a little bit like a a culture shock for the players. It hadn't, you know, worked like that uh, in a while. Where have you seen kind of the the big difference going into year two?
0: I think, you know, year two, I always, I told the guys this, is that you're going to be able to do more than than you thought you could. Like, Because now you've been a year in this program, your body's adapted. Once the body adapts, now it's able to do more, and it's not going to be as shocking. Now you can actually get better. You can actually attack it and mentally feel, oh, yeah, I, I, not only am I doing this stuff, but now I'm really, I'm getting better. Like, give me more, Coach Bill. that kind of mentality.
5: Who, who have you uh, seen that has made, you know, the, the biggest jump for you?
0: You know, I've always said that I don't like to name guys because there's we have 119 guys on the team. So every there's every guy here is, is paying the price in some way and so, so i never like to, to put that out there uh, I, you know the way we set up our groups is you know it's different positions it's different years and so I don't like to single guys out okay fair enough
5: um, and then uh, lastly for me you know as you're uh, as we're getting ready for the season Michigan just uh, two and a half weeks away just how excited is the team you know to get the season
0: underway again oh very excited very excited to play they love to compete they love. Get after it. They're, they're, they're guys that, that want to compete, want to be great, want to be the best. Uh, we've been training a long time, so they're ready to play. <laughs> All right, Coach, thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, of course. Deputy hey, Coach
6: Corey Bottom, Balloon Gold. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Good, how are Good you? you? Good. Good. Sorry if you've answered a lot of these already. Um, it's okay. If, so, for the guys that were here last year, what how have they kind of acclimated to year two of the program rather than, you know, year, year one where everything was brand new?
0: Yeah, I think anytime you go into year two of a strength program, uh, it's not as, as shocking, right? It's not as, oh my gosh, here's all this, you know, all this new stuff. How, what, what are we going to do? What's he going to do now? They kind of expect already what's going to happen. They kind of know the system. And so that right there alone has allowed the guys to, to 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 see gains, to see improvements, to be mentally able to attack
6: uh, at a very high level. What are the big changes for those guys in the second year? Like, what, what does your program entail in year two compared to year one? You know, yeah. what are what are the I guess the what are the benefits that you're looking for from year two? I think
0: you know, like I told, you, work capacity. I think the ability to to handle more volume. I think you can get more detailed with some of your goals, for exist- for instance, we can really get more detail. And, and not only we wanna get stronger, but then we wanna get faster. We wanna move the bar even faster than we did last year. We wanna get our, you know, for example, our 10s, right? Our 10s faster than last year, just a real, uh, we can be a little bit more detailed in that sense. When,
6: I guess when the year's over, what do you when, you, when you look back on things, what, what would you consider success in year two? How do you determine that? When the
0: year is completed. Mm -hmm. Well, gosh, you know, obviously the season is is the number one way. Obviously, wins and losses. But you know, I feel like our guys, from a physical and mental standpoint, have taken another step. I really do. I really think you know the strength, the lean body mass, uh, the chemistry of our team, uh, you know, the speed. Like I talked about, I really feel like there's been great improvements there. How have the freshmen come in and acclimated to the program? Good. You know, they they, uh, they were hungry at first. We had to kind of start them out slow. Uh, you know, they get here week three. Um, but you could tell right away that they were they were eager to, to run. They, they, they can run. They're in good shape. Um, and so they're doing great. You know, just got to keep developing them and, and, and keep working. Are there any guys specifically that you've
6: noticed that really jumped out at you kind of how much they can handle, you know, here early on?
0: You know, like I told everybody, I, I don't like to, to mention guys because we have 119 guys that are all busting their tails, and I just don't feel like it's fair to, to single out a guy here and there. It's just such a, a brotherhood in here. I, I like to have it that way.
6: From your experience last year, have there, have there been any adjustments made to your program that you thought, hey, we can do this or this better?
0: I think after every off season, you look at what you like, what you didn't like, what you can do better. Uh, Like I said, I think the biggest thing for us was work capacity, being able to handle more, uh, being able to really stress speed, overall speed development more. Um, I think those are the two, and and lean body mass. I feel like as a whole, we're we're a team that has more lean body
6: mass. What's the mindset of the team in, in the kind of the strength regard? this year heading compared to last year
0: i think the confidence factor is, is huge i think a lot of guys believe um uh, have a strong belief in what we did this this season uh, and and now being two years into it you know i think they really this is how it is this is what we have to do in order to have a chance to to compete and win thanks coach yes sir thank you
7: coach I was... when you first came in uh Tavon's ponies pictures were all over Twitter with yeah. how much bigger he was. I'm curious if there was a speed compliment to that—that that he got faster and quicker with that as well.
0: Well, he is—he's he, very fast laterally right? and, and literally. I mean, he's a fast, athletic guy, uh, and so we—we've seen some of, of the same gains. I mean, now you look at his body, you're like, "Holy cow, he looks incredible!" But we've seen gains there as well. with his his overall
7: speed and power.
0: He's very powerful. Mm -hmm.
7: Do you... How do you get that to translate? Because with him, it seems like everything translates onto the field with him, what you're doing in here. Uh, I I think that...
0: You know, I don't know if there's one direct answer that, that, you know, if you do this, it's going to transfer. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to get guys stronger. You know, you you, you try like heck to get guys faster. Um, I think... Well, we we utilize our elite form, and we're able to really measure bar speed. We can measure velocity. We can measure rate of force development. I think those things can transfer. Uh, but again, it goes back to strength development. You have to to make sure guys are getting stronger while you're you're doing the, the speed training as well.
7: Is there anything he does in the weight room with you or with speed work that's better than everybody else? Is there something where he does? Um,
0: he's he's. Um, He's strong. He's very strong, and he's very powerful. Uh, he'll have numbers when he power cleans um, that uh, that are incredible. And I mean, what I'm talking about is how fast he can he can he can go from zero to 100 fast, powerful. Um, he's he's very gifted, and he works very hard.
7: On your satisfied, hungry, uh, starving, board, where does that look today compared to maybe this time last year? Is it, is it about the same ratio? or No,
0: we've, we've actually have more guys starving. I think okay. we, we have more guys that understand how to train, how to work uh, in year two, how to um, get the most out of the workouts, and then pushing each other as well. Thank you. Yes, sir.
2: You probably touched on it a little bit. Yeah. First of all, I'm Allison. Hey, Allison. Good nice to meet, meet you. I'm glad to get to talk to you because we wanted to last year and it was like yeah. hands off. So everybody's like excited to talk to you today. Um, where do you get your philosophy for strength and conditioning?
0: I think it starts back from um, when I trained as a powerlifter. You know, back in when I was in high school and college, took some of those powerlifting principles and, and started to learn from. You know, my first. Uh, mentor, Scott Keller, you know, in strength conditioning, and then started to learn from a guy named Nicky Morati, you know, who I learned, who was at Notre Dame at the time when I was a high school strength coach, and then just, you know, built from there, Matt Foster, head football coach, and then, you know, you continue to learn over the years of, you know, different thoughts, different ideas, but it all goes back to, you know, physical, mental toughness.
2: So much has been said about how far this team has come from when you stepped on to last season to now where they are now where have you seen the biggest gains for this team
0: I think from from year one to year two has been work capacity Uh, I think it's been speed overall speed whether it's bar speed and then speed on the ground you know just actual uh, starting speed foot speed Um, and just the ability to handle you know, more you know which goes back to work capacity but mentally as well stronger mentally
2: what, you know when i ask you what your philosophy is and you kind of touched on it with eric but you know what what are i don't know if they're key words but what are those key um things that you're pushing on to your guys
0: like i said first is, is mental and physical toughness have a great attitude it all starts with attitude uh effort you know we believe in, in the weight room you know the things you can control are attitude and effort, right? No matter if you're the most genetically gifted person or, or not. Uh, so it starts there. You know, we want to get to a point where we don't flinch. We want to get to a point where, um, that no matter what happens, we can handle it because we've trained them.
2: Have you seen a guy that maybe has made individually made huge gains where you are really just impressed by what he's done?
0: You know. People have asked me to name guys, and I don't. And the reason why I don't name guys is we have 119 guys in here, and a lot of them train really, really hard. So it's hard for me to say, this guy's done it. I just feel like it's it's just an awesome group that takes it very seriously.
2: Obviously, timing-wise, everything that's happening at Maryland, a huge spotlights being put on strength and conditioning. Right. Yes. And where, what is the, the mentality, I guess, with you and Coach Kelly? And, and he touched on that today, but just, you know how important
0: it is to keep safety for the kids in mind. It's huge, and we all, you know, Coach Kelly sets the vision. He <laughs> sets the culture, and it's demanding, not demeaning, right? And so, respect, love, trust. You know, I have two sons. They play one place football. You, you just have to always have those kinds of thoughts, and when you're training your guys, and it's hard as a strength coach because we do challenge guys. But at the end of the day, it's you, you honor you love, you you know, you're smart, you're scientific with your approach.
2: And you came up with the starving and and that all that breakdown. Can you kind of take us through that breakdown and how are you using that as motivation?
0: Yeah, it's it's subjective. You know, it's something that, um, you know, some guy might say, what are you talking about, coach? I'm working hard, but we have a staff of five, right? And so I'm not in every spot all the time. I kind of move around, but I have strength coaches that are in all different spots, so for us, it's, did you work hard in this area? Did you work hard in this area? Did you work hard in it? So that's kind of how we monitor it. And it's motivation, it's peer evaluation. You see your name up there. And you know, it, in the off season, when it's kind of the dog days of the off season, and, there's no games in sight. It's a way to compete.
2: Sure. One last yeah. one for me, and if you you seem very serious, but we had some fun with Coach Kelly last year, and I had him do an impression of you, and it was amazing. And is there any chance that you could do an uh, impression of Coach that. Kelly? No way.
0: I'm not messing with the boss. <laughs> no. No. Fair enough. Yeah. No. You can't do that.
2: All right. Thank you. You're
0: welcome. I'm I'm Clark. How you doing? I'm good. Let's put this here. First of all, do you have a media plan for us to keep us going through the season as well? It's a long season for us too. You do something every day, half hour. Something for your, for your heart and weight training.
7: What's the biggest challenge for you as the strength and performance coach at Notre Dame?
0: I think um, it's, oh, yeah. you know, what we do is we have to ask guys to do things they normally wouldn't do, right? So um, sometimes guys don't feel like pumping iron, don't you know, and they, we still gotta have, you know, we gotta be a champion every day.